Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. didn't realize that I wanted so badly in my life was a microphone like a headset microphone yeah oh yeah I grew up seeing I grew up seeing my you know the pop stars of the day sure Christina yeah Kelly some might say but I saw them wearing those all the time right right it's like peak that's what you want that's what woman is that's (laughs) right that's what that's what stardom is and fucking even Lizzie McGuire had it too yes uh iconic but then, you know, like the Newtons happened, right? As as teachers and, and facilitators might have even noticed this and folks who are working from home got mm-hmm. like the headsets. And it's not as glamorous. No. As you might expect, especially when folks don't realize that you don't need to be eating the microphone <laughs> for sound to come out. <laughs> right. Yeah. The microphone doesn't need to be literally inside of your mouth to pick up what you're saying. Right. And in fact, that makes the sound worse. It's kind of ruined the whole celebrity pop star experience for me, seeing everyone have a headset mic now. Yeah, it has less of its luster than it once had, you know, because everyone has a little little shitty headset. But what if we just like rebrand, bedazzle, get some like, go back to our roots, right? Our pop star roots with this technology. I I think that is what would bring my sparkle back. Right. (laughs) My personal sparkle. Yeah. Is being able to have a headset and folks knowing how to use it. Yeah. And being able to be in a pop star setting. Because everyone wanted to be Lizzie McGuire singing in Rome. Yes. Right? Right. But everyone right now for the going into the third calendar year has Mm -hmm. been Ungermeyer doing the tours of Rome. Right. And yes. just been eating that fucking mic. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing how to speak into it. Mm-mm. So, um, welcome to Into the Twilight. Adulthood is worse than you realized. Yeah. The sparkle's gone here. Right. <laughs> welcome to Into the Twilight. We lost our magic. It's, everything is sad now. Welcome to Into the Twilight. We're trying to get our sparkle back. We're glad that you're here on this journey with us. Yes, welcome. <laughs> we're trying to, we're trying to find our sparkle, folks. Hi, welcome to the show. Hey. Hi. We're glad you're here. Welcome. Contrary to the past few minutes, we don't actually talk about Disney a lot here. No. Um, a, little, uh, a little off script, one could a say. A little bit. But we do we do try to get our sparkle back in different ways. And sometimes that's Disney. Most mm. of the time it's about cryptids and shitty romances. So yeah. we're glad you're here. Pull the seat. Hell yeah. We're here. <laughs> How are you? I am doing pretty okay. I'm in a new little space for the moment. Not your office? Not my office, but a a bigger, nicer, windowy filled office. It feels very fancy with plants, which is crucial. Um, Oh my God. Are you a CEO now? Yeah, I am. I own the business now. I am businessman. So there's that. (laughs) No, but we were cat sitting, which is fun. 
Um, so I'm in a new Welcome little space. to the show, Cody, the 1%. Yeah, I, it's me. I am uh, the bourgeoisie. <laughs> so I am a bird and I am the bourgeoisie. So just think about that. You're um, all my worst fears. In yeah, one, all of it tied into one. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what makes this dynamic so fun, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's what gives the old spice, you know? Um, But I'm good. I want to talk about the Olympics, baby. Oh, I was hoping that you would. Yeah, because I know we've talked about it because you're a stan, you know? I am am less so, but now that we actually, Peacock fucking finally, has given us the option to actually (laughs) stream the Olympics rather than whatever it was they did last time, which was not that. It was not that. I am in, you know? It's a little it's You're a little here. hard because there's a 14-hour time difference uh, from China. <laughs> so that really yeah. that really changes things a little bit. But when it's on and the time is right and it's ice dancing or whatever, oh, I'm in, baby. Yes. I'm in. Those fits, the medleys. Oh God, Cody. The folks from Canada had these wild, like, 70s, uh, jumpsuits because they're doing Elton John stuff so they had like it was all orange and they had like little you know accoutrements on there little razzle dazzle oh god you can't make me choose right like, right is your, your babies yeah <laughs> the summer olympics are amazing for what they are yes the winter olympics also absolutely kick ass yeah and i am in a completely different brain body (laughs) space than I was when the 2018 Olympics happened yeah and I am immensely grateful for the Winter Olympics because it's just it's chill right nobody's there it's just people doing their thing exactly because I am on Beijing time I am yeah right I'm I'm locked in (laughs) they're still using the same infrastructure from the 2008 Summer Olympics which is like peak that was one of the best summer olympics right so like getting to go back into the same like swimming center Mm. the bubble center yeah and now that's where they're doing curling it's like fuck yes yes absolutely (laughs) and then we get the fucking return of the jamaican four-man bobsled team just yes! doing their whole oh cool running God. shit and having a great ass time. Very excited to be there after like decades of not being there. How fun. Um, yeah. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay. I thought about bringing the Olympics to the space. Yeah. Because that has, for the past like 48 hours, been the only thing I have been doing. Right. <laughs> um, and it has brought me an immense amount of joy. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm so glad. I had a feeling that you were going to bring it, and so <laughs> yeah. I did it. I did this for um, you. <laughs> to free us we, up the space. <laughs> the benefit of us, you know, only talking once a week is, like, I, I know your brain cell pretty yeah, well. Yeah, right. So I can trust it. Um, so that is, you know, for the next two weeks, I've got something to bring me joy, and then I'll have to find something else. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am bringing... Something that I found out about yesterday. <laughs> I'm so excited because I, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> <laughs> and I I should have known that something like this Twitter account existed, but I mm. didn't. And I am so goddamn grateful. Yeah. And it is <laughs> specifically the Twitter account Pop Culture Died in 2009. And All right. I I don't even know I don't know who this person is 
I don't know. I don't even want to assume that it's a person. I'm going to just assume it's a bot. Sure. Because if I assume that it's a person, I'll be let down. Yeah. (laughs) At some point. Yeah. But I love the idea of digging back through pop culture, specifically from a time period that I love. Yes. And just being like, on this day... In 2009, here's all the, like, major stories from the people that you grew up with. Right. And so when I found this yesterday, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I guess when I found this yesterday, it was from a thread from February 2nd. Mm -hmm. And it was long. It was, like, 20 tweets long. Um. And it was like, this week, 10 years ago, here is all the stories that happened. Got and it. the amount of work that this takes, I, I can't imagine. Right. <laughs> but included in this were so many, so many buck wild things that I had forgotten about. Mm. Including, but not limited to, one that I did not know. <laughs> And I don't know why this person, they included stories from 2009, and then they were also like, oh, and BT Dubs, here's some stories from this week in 2012 as well. (laughs) And so the one I pulled was from the same thread in 2012, and apparently during this week in 2012, (laughs) the New York City mayor at the time, Michael Bloomberg, Yep. And I didn't know this had declared January 22nd. I don't know if it was just January 2nd, 2012. I think it was that year. Yeah. Yeah. Gossip Girl. Okay. Day. (laughs) And so the photo that was attached to it was the New York City mayor at the time. Yep. And Penn Badgley. (laughs) Our boy. Our king. Our joint king. (laughs) And Penn Badgley at the time, in 2012, was, of course, repping a We Are the 99% shirt. This little shit. I love him. <laughs> at a Gossip Girl event. Hello? I, yeah. I, so let me, let me peel back some of the history here a little bit for this. Please, because this is a very fun know. thing. Um, I, the way I know about this is because, as you know, uh, we have watched all of Gossip Girl quite uh in rapid succession over uh yes the early states of the newtons you know um and hbo has a fun little thing um where within all the episodes and stuff they also have a like retrospective 30 minute special about the impact and influence of gossip girl (laughs) oh my god (laughs) which when gossip girl was airing they aired it like right before the finale dropped so like they didn't reveal anything but they were like they like made obviously most of them new but they were like asking people like who do you think it is they're like i don't know we're gonna have to find out whatever but then they talked about like the cultural influence of gossip girl and they brought up this fucking moment in history as if it was nothing (laughs) they were like this is everything right and they're like oh and like the mayor mayor bloomberg like had got was nice enough to do like gossip girl day of like how much it meant to the city and like how many good vibes and like good jobs (laughs) and like all these things that gossip girl did for New York City. Um, the the shirt was not mentioned <laughs> at all. How it could was you like, not mention the shirt? It was like a maybe like 10 seconds of B-roll and then just switched to something else entirely and it was never brought up again. 
which I find hilarious because I think they were just like, oh man, this guy's standing right, our boy Penn standing right next (laughs) next to the mayor of New York City famous wealthy man very wealthy man um wearing a fuck you we are the 99 percent um shirt and is not addressed (laughs) it's not addressed at all and also like pen right sir yeah come on (laughs) you made a lot of money Uh, from guys (laughs) right honey you are not like and also to not mention this at all when everything that that dialogue stands for at this time was mass like the impact of the conversation of like we are the 99 percent we are the one like that was a massive conversation and like movement that was happening at the time so for him to wear that yeah one is hilarious for Penn but also to wear that at this event with the mayor at the time is I would say is a big deal. Yeah, seriously, his, his like that's a huge just probably moment. Like, yeah. fuck, pen, damn it. So very interesting. Um, also, the mayor. Why does he looks a little bit like a turtle? I've never seen this man before. Yeah, um, <laughs> are you sure? Because he ran for president. <laughs> oh my god! Never mind. I forgot. It was forgot uh, quite short lived, but yes, uh, you know. Was, uh, I saw that. I was like, "Damn, why do I remember that guy's name?" I did not realize it was that. <laughs> that one. Yep. There's so that, many Michaels. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can't keep them um, all in a row. You know. <laughs> I've never. By the, first of all, whoa, that changes the context of this so much. More. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. It's very um, ominous. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a weird omen, um, especially the second one where you can very clearly see his uh, fucking, uh, fucking yeah his reaction. He's like, "But you wonder how I got here in this situation." <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Anyways, but the <laughs> what I was gonna say was the idea. Now having this context, wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I I've never seen Gossip Girl. I yeah. was always under the assumption that they filmed in, like, Toronto or something. But knowing now that they filmed in New York, that show yeah. must have been really expensive. Yeah. I don't know if it was all... No, I think a lot of it was in New York. Um, I'm sure there was... Because also at some point they go to L.A. or whatever. But I do think some of it is, like, filmed in Toronto, like, regularly. But, like, a lot of it is, uh, like, in actual, like, hotel rooms and or fancy Weird. apartments and shit, like, in the city proper. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, anyways, this account um, brings me immense amount of joy. Yeah. Because there's so many mundane things that I forgot about, but were like a really big deal Yeah. in 2009. Right. Um, and so if you just need reminders of like, oh, damn, that was really important to me back in high school. Um, it's just a good... Just a good reminder. Yeah, here it is. Um, Wow. Okay. We have two terrifying pieces of current events. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we do. That are tangentially related, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. Um, The first one is that I was an on-the-street reporter. Right. You did the work. You were on the ground. Yeah, um, I, 
just needed to take a breath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just collect yourself. <laughs> so we've we talked about the the Batman Calzone in a yeah. past episode. Yeah. Um I I got it. I went to Little Caesars. <laughs> I, I did a crime. <laughs> I, I went I went to Little Caesars and I I did get the calzone. Yeah. I um I will say I did not eat it. Yeah, okay. Uh, myself. I yeah. outsourced that work. <laughs> right. um, but I just threw like that responsibility to, you, <laughs> to someone else. Yeah, but I would like to tell you about my my journey. Yeah, please. This, this, your perilous journey. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, the the ordering process, mm. fine, great, whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> that part was fine. When we got We've all there, ordered a calzone um, before. <laughs> listen, we've all done it. When we got to Little Caesars, everything there was decorated for the Batman. Great. <laughs> Love that um, they're putting, WB's putting all their marketing budget to Little Caesars. Yeah. Across the, uh, across this great country of ours. <laughs> when my partner went in to go pick up, like to go inside and grab the pizza, um, it took a moment for the calzone to be ready. And so he came back outside where I was waiting in the car yeah. and he said, it's going to take a second, but I have something for you. They have these uh, cardstock posters of the Batman, and I thought you might want one. Oh my gosh! And I, I did just send you this image. Um, I, I have opened. It, oh my god! And there's a Little Caesars logo at the bottom corner. There is a Little Caesars logo of at this the poster. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it is a photo of Robert Pattinson as the Batman. It yeah. is all red and black and matte. Mm-hmm. The only part that is not matte is the foiled logo of the Batman. Yeah. But in the bottom left-hand <laughs> corner, um, that is also not matte, is where it says the logo of Little Caesars. Great. I mean, my two favorite things. You know, <laughs> thank God a collab so, like this happened. I obviously had to um, hold on to that for this experience. Yeah. Um, when we got back... I was like, well, you obviously have to eat this. I will have a piece of their, quote, crazy bread, which is just garlic breadsticks. Yeah. Because I haven't touched Little Caesar since I was in high school because that shit's cheap. Um, Yeah. And that's what we can afford. Who knows if your body could even handle it anymore? (laughs) The answer is no. Yeah. Cody. Um, The garlic breads, the, the breadsticks that they have are just bread garlic butter that's it i did not have any of their cheese yeah. i did not have any of their meat i want to make that clear yeah i had one of their breadsticks i felt <laughs> fucking sick for the whole weekend i have never Damn, i have never going down by a breadstick <laughs> oh whatever's in that stuff fucking wrecked me anyways um my partner said that the calzone was underwhelming um mm. and very garlicky uh, I think, you know, for it being $8, you get a lot of food. Sure, yeah. There. Um, and apparently there's also an option where instead of the the parts that aren't wings, like <laughs> yeah. the non-pizza parts that are just the calzone, you can also make those wings. Okay. So there's a little Which bit of a, a DIY nature. You can just have infinite Batmans if you'd like, the more you eat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
but it's uh I wouldn't recommend it (laughs) I didn't eat it but I wouldn't recommend it just because I did see the fallout afterwards yeah it's not what it done to my family (laughs) to my body (laughs) you know maybe I found that as I am nearing my 28th birthday in a couple of months that my body needs pizza that costs more than eight dollars um i you know just to survive which is unfortunate (laughs) um but i do need to treat myself better than that so yeah that's my review (laughs) love that wow thank you for putting in the work and you're welcome at such a great risk to your personal health and autonomy (laughs) but i did get a poster out of it so hey you know hey you know there's something there (laughs) um Our next piece of news is also unfortunate as we are realizing we are becoming a superhero podcast. Could you tell us about this? Yeah, we try to stay (laughs) away. And yet these fucking actors that we follow keep just like just lapping it up, you know, just that sweet Sony and Marvel money. All right. And the next victim of of that. But like at what cost, you know, at at what cost to us specifically? Think about that. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe yeah. Next time you do you ink a you ink a deal. Maybe think about that. Um, right. Next victim on the list is Dakota Johnson. Fucking <sighs> Dakota Johnson. Yeah, we know. Fails us again. I know every time. Uh, we know she's on a hot streak of stuff coming out this year. We we got that cha cha real smooth shit. We got uh, um, the fucking persuasion shit that she's doing. Got a lot of things right. up in the canister. Am I okay? All this thing. We got stuff going on. You know. We got things. Yes. Um, but now she's she's tipping her toes in the superhero venture of Madame Web, which is based on a comic where she's an elderly woman um, and connected to a life support system that looks like a spider web. And then I guess also becomes a superhero. I am not a comic. I'm not. This is not my expertise. But. Yeah. Same from what i i have heard from the folks that i follow who are both comic nerds and also are disabled um this is not a good choice yeah it doesn't seem like a great premise um for something to adapt you know i think it sounds like the character is important yeah. From what I understand. Right. But it seems like this would have been, from the from the opinions that I've heard from folks, mm-hmm. this would have been, a, I would say, an obvious choice to cast a disabled actor. Right. You would think, Given huh? that it sounds like from the description of Madame Webb that they are, this character is disabled. And I also heard from another person who was reviewing this that the character might also be blind as well but i'm not sure if that was confirmed yeah but like very clearly is a disabled right character yeah and i just listen dakota i love you yeah this is not a good look yeah it's not um i and i also don't know that yeah i think that it I am fine with her being in a superhero movie, I guess. Um, right. <laughs> but this is not, I don't see why this is the character that 
needed to be selected here. Yeah, like what about this? What did she look at and be like, I'm called to this. This seems like me. This one's you know, <laughs> this one really hits, you know, my itch, you know? It's like, right. does it though? I don't, mm, yeah, I don't see not it. Not sure about that, Miss Johnson. Yeah, but I think I was just like, hello, what did you need <laughs> something? Um, I completely agree. I think my fear is she is going to end up in a superhero movie. I'm also personally surprised that Jamie Dornan hasn't as well. Yeah. I he am feels surprised like a about superhero that. movie kind of dude. Yeah, I could I could see him going for that easy. Which is just like listen, I know that we have loose structure about what right. we can cover on this show. Yeah. But don't keep fucking pushing us in that direction. We gotta have parameters, okay? <laughs> we can't just pivot Especially to superhero nation. Come on now. I can't do it. It's not good for my brain or my soul. And they're not gay, so stop. So what's the point, okay? Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have an amazing email that was sent oh to God. us by one of our patrons, patrons, Catherine Hathaway. The email title was Twilight Content from My Middle School Journal. Fabulous. I'm already <laughs> invested. Catherine starts the email like this. Hey, friends. Here to share some pages from my middle school English language arts journal. We got a new teacher a couple months into the school year that I wasn't a fan of. <laughs> Please enjoy 11-year-old me plaguing poor Mr. K and Mrs. P with Twilight and Vampire Academy fangirling. I... <sighs> um, this is... Catherine... <laughs> This, thank you for letting us into such an intimate part of your soul and your history, you know? <laughs> like, it takes so much vulnerability yeah. to share this. <laughs> and I, first of all, the bad bitch in you to write in pink in yeah. your notebook is... That's a strong energy. It really is. You have... Excuse me. I am aware <laughs> that my prescriptions are able to be picked up. Thank you so much. Um, the, it's, you have earned your patron last name of Hathaway. This is yeah, strong this is energy. This is Rose Hathaway energy right now. It is. And I love it so much. Oh my gosh. I also, as someone who has taught middle schoolers, yeah. this looks exactly like middle schoolers who have written 10 years like into the future so you are okay here we love it Uh, yeah (laughs) i just i love this first one because it's like it's a prompt is like who would you like to have dinner with you know simple question just think about you know someone you'd like to have a little little dinner a little food with and we get all caps robert pattinson baby yeah i wouldn't want to have dinner with someone ugly like taylor lautner oh my god (laughs) make me puke because he's so darn ugly oh like honestly and then also mad respect for uh the the whiteout usage here for jacob very fun love that i also love the part two when you continue and you're like (laughs) 
dinner with him would be wonderful, but I wouldn't want to have dinner at some <laughs> <Yes>. ridiculously expensive <laughs> place. Something no Bella simple. Italia for me. <laughs> Something simple like Applebee's. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, though, uh, you're on the right side of history, Catherine. I would like to see like a dinner date with Robert Pattinson at Applebee's. I feel like personally. Robert Pattinson would fuck up uh, an Applebee's yeah. combination. Absolutely. So. I I think that you were right on the money with that. <laughs> uh, I also love this second one here where you just start your journal prompt with I Heart Vampire Academy in all caps. All caps, big heart. You know. It rocks lots of exclamation out loud. Points. Out loud. <laughs> yeah. And then it oh. provides a very concise summary of <laughs> the plot of Vampire Academy. Yeah, you should have said this to us earlier on. Yeah, this would have helped us a lot, actually. I feel like Rochelle should have this in the front of, of the books. Um, really breaks it down. <laughs> yeah, if I had had this like a couple months ago, I it would have saved me a lot of confusion. So I yeah. appreciate this. I, I commend you so much on feeling confident enough to share these with us. Feeling yeah. safe enough to share these with us. Yeah. Um, because... I could never do that. <laughs> never. <laughs> so thank you for your vulnerability. Yes, we love it. And and bless you, you know? There's yeah. no <laughs> teachers say you have to write to a prompt, but the goal really is to just kind of brain dump. And I think that you did that perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> When we last talked about said Vampire Academy, that rocks out loud. Yes. <laughs> um, Rose had just skirted by punishment. Yes. By the skin of her teeth. And wasn't doing the best job at being vulnerable. Yeah, not really Dimitri. open with her feelings and her trauma and her PTSD. You know? Yep. <laughs> not really open about any of those things, which isn't nope. helpful for anyone. <laughs> not to Dimitri, not to Lissa, not to no. Christian, no, no one. No. <laughs> and unsurprisingly, was starting to get a little bit angry when yeah. her feelings weren't being expressed. Yeah. Who would have thunk, you know? Who'd have, weird. Weird how that works out. Very um, strange. Where are we starting off in chapter seven? We get, we're starting off with curfew time, baby. We're packing up for the day. We're just chilling, you know. Uh, We got Christian and Lissa having their, like, sexy little goodbye because they, like, kind of live on, like, opposite sides of the side-by-side dorm or whatever. So they're just like, okay, farewell. And then meanwhile, Rose and Eddie are just, like, posting up being like, y'all good? Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get, like, a little... I would say a nice moment between Rose and Christian. You know, it's pretty sweet. So, like, obviously, she's like, all right, I got to, like, be with this dude. I got this, like, I got, he, like, cleared a spot. And there's some, like, beds of blankets on the floor. And, like, there's some pillows. It'll be cool. I'll be alert. I'll be here. Because this rich-ass academy who planned for the field experience could not even put a fucking cot seriously or another bed in these rooms that's that's that immersive experience baby you just gotta roll with it <laughs> you don't you know where you're gonna be you just gotta like sleep on the floor weeks. and then in classic like sleepover movie fashion they're quiet for a bit and rose is like hey christian you up 
you want to talk about something? And Christian's like, Rose, I'm trying to sleep. Is it going to be about Victor? Because I don't want to get angry because then I won't, it'll be hard to sleep again. And she's like, no, it's not that. We should, we should talk. Um, Because you weren't making fun of me about the whole incident. And, you know, everyone was like giving me shit for not protecting you. But like, you weren't. And like, that seems out of character for you. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, which valid. And he's like, yeah, I understand that because I know you didn't fuck it up on purpose. You know, she's like, well, how do you know that? Still not saying anything. (laughs) Still being like, well, can you tell me what you think? Maybe. Right. (laughs) What it is. (laughs) It's like, I know you're not going to like fuck me over because you're no, that's not your speed. You know, that's not your style, you know. And it was a scary thing. And you're having you're having a hard time. It's none of my business. And can I please go to fucking sleep? <laughs> you know? Like your face, that- you know, had like there was something on that that was off. That's different. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. I love these two as friends just having good sleepover talks. It's a great friendship. I love it. I love it so much. And I also love... Christian, who was prior, right? Like, he was a little wallflower. Yeah. Always observing stuff. And he's like, yeah, Rose, like, I was the only one who saw your face out there. Yeah. They didn't see it like I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm the only one who was able to pay attention. And I've seen you in so many different emotions. And this is the first Mm -hmm. time that I saw, like, you know, he didn't say this, but he was essentially like, you look like you saw a ghost. She's like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Who me? No. No. Yeah. Ghosts are real, Christian. Stop. Never. God. We know how Anyways. vampire rules work. <laughs> anyway, time to go to bed. Anyways, I'm so tired. Bye. Yeah. And then, of course, as what loves to happen when Rose tries to get just an ounce of sleep. Just her eight fucking hours of rest that this girl Please. needs. She needs to prepare. She has business to do. And look who it is. Adrian in the dream. As per usual. It sounds like you're saying that like it's a clue. Like the game clue. Right. Adrian in a dream. Right. In the dream. In the garden. Adrian in the dream garden with a clove cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the murderer was. (laughs) So yeah, they're in like a, a little garden in the summer in the dream. And it's that there's Rose flowers does not everywhere. Recognize. Yeah, that Rose is like, what's where the fuck am I? I hate this. Um, she's got her little tchotchke, you know. She's got her little her evil eye, her protective eye, whatever. Oh yeah, um, and this is important to know because mm-hmm. Rochelle hasn't mentioned this in a while. Her evil eye that mm-hmm. she would wear around her neck and the tchotchke, the one that Lissa gave her around her wrist. Yeah. Rochelle makes a note that she doesn't wear this jewelry on a daily basis, but it mm-hmm. always shows up in her dreams. Interesting. 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 Choice. Okay. Yeah. And then Rose's like, fucking Adrian, come out. Stop hiding. I know you're in. Oh, you wouldn't summon <laughs> me to this dream. <laughs> like, don't be fucking coy or weird. Right. Um, and he's just like, hey. <laughs> just like, come on <laughs> in. Like, hello. <laughs> you miss me? <laughs> so weird yeah and yeah they just have like this bigger banter which they often have um yeah he's like telling her about his grandma 
Right. Like, yeah, just having, like, very, like, too much information, Adrian. Agreed. <laughs> not. He was like, yeah, she's a cool lady. It's like, okay, can I go to sleep now? Adrian. He's like, right. technically, you are asleep. And she's like, I hate this. Stop. <laughs> Please this stop. This is definitely not REM me. sleep, Adrian. Yeah. I, this is, I'm going to wake up weird tomorrow, and you know this. And I don't appreciate that. This is definitely Ugh. something that Rochelle does in the next chapter, too, where mm-hmm. the she's trying to say something, but she's going in circles. So, like, Adrian says he's talking about family trees and, like, we're yeah. literally in a space where there are trees. Mm-hmm. But he's also trying to say something bigger right he's like you shouldn't knock family trees like i don't know anything about your family tree right but <laughs> maybe think like, about that and it's like dude this is a little on the nose yeah like that's we're come on but yeah it's yeah, all we, we, very weird yeah we get this wild scene too where he's just like your shirt it's the wrong color this should be Ugh. i should let me just and he just like does this little magic or whatever it's like ooh, let's try like blue or crimson or whatever it's like that's your color you're a red girl you know and she's just like i i'm so tired christian please stop (laughs) stop doing like sleeping beauty shit on me like yeah i don't like this not a fan of this it's just i know that dreams are supposed to be weird and i that definitely feels like this where everything is a little like Mm topsy-turvy But why is this motherfucker shouting poems at Rose? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. No need. Both of you are going to remember this. Can we not? Right. Let's not make this any worse than it has to be. (laughs) I don't want to look at this man tomorrow knowing full well that he said a shitty poem to me in my dream. Right. (laughs) No. It's like, Uh, I don't want to live with that embarrassment. And I don't want you to live with that either. So maybe just think about what you're saying in the dream space, Adrian. He does uh, mention talk- something important, though, at the end of the chapter. Yes, we get a little bit court. about... Yes. So first we get, like... Well, first we have this little thing about, oh, well, are you also in Liz's dreams, too? Oh, like, are you yeah. just trying to, like, you know, like, you just, like, get in there and just be, like, gross or whatever? And he's like, no, I'm only with Lissa because they're it's practice. It's instructional. It's not, like, anything sick like what I'm doing with you, which is just <laughs> yeah. my, for my pleasure. Which This is just for my pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, I and don't then, tell her riddles and uh, rhymes. Yeah, no, I don't just shout poems and change her wardrobe or whatever. We just have, like, regular uh, teaching and stuff. Uh, this right. is just for me. This is my fun. Um, <laughs> it's just like, okay, whatever. Um, and then they're talking about the court. Right. Which, hello? <laughs> like... Yeah, it's um, weird, because Rose is absolutely, like, the whole time Rose is like, fuck you, like, I want to get out of here. Yeah. But I don't know how to. Right, like, you kind of are the, the key master of this dream, so you, <laughs> I kind of got to get your blessing to leave, I guess. Right. And so he's just like, you know what, isn't it weird that, like, Dimitri kind of, like, hid that stuff from you? That, like, you guys weren't going to be part of the investigation and the trial and, like, any of that stuff? Like, isn't that a little sus and rose is like leave him out of this sir (laughs) he's like you know what well maybe you know maybe we can we can make something happen you know maybe there's maybe there's something you're like there's something here that you're missing or that like dimitri's not telling you that maybe you should trust other people that are involved in this you know 
But he doesn't go any further. He just No, it's says all just that. vague shit. He's just like, well, just think about that. Boop. <laughs> it's just and then he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. He's like, I could get into the cro- the trial. Anyway, good night. <laughs> She's like, what? Like, come on. Fucking Adrian. Adrian. It, it's this stuff that like annoys me. Cause yeah. no one is talking straight to Rose. Yeah. About anything. And she's just supposed yeah. to be like, okay, well, I guess that was my eight hours of sleep. Gotta go right. back to another day. I guess I'll have to solve that riddle in the morning. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I'm supposed to be standing like a statue. Okay, bye. Right. <sighs> Chapter eight, Rose is bored as shit. <laughs> yep. She's doing the more menial tasks of it. She's always just like looking for a fight, especially to like prove herself again, to be like, Listen, this time though, for sure, I got it. Just like, just do a little like simulation on me and I'm ready. But most of the life isn't really like that. They're just exactly. walking around. She's walking Christian to class, kind of standing. Always standing. They never get to sit ever, which is annoying. Like you don't have to like relax while also staying in tune. They're like, you got to be super up and ready and alert all the right. time. And Rose is like, I'm tired and I hate this and nothing even fun <laughs> is happening. So this sucks, you know? I just have to like watch people like do class or watch TV or whatever. And that's boring for me. <laughs> and I don't blame her. It's yeah, boring it's, as shit. It's very boring. I'm not a fan, you know? <sighs> this is like the worst thing for Rose. She wants to either be in the action or be mm-hmm. able to relax. And she's getting neither of those things. Right. So I don't blame So, uh, yeah, understandable. And so there, we get to this one point after class, after Christian and Alyssa get out of class. And they're like, okay, Christian, probably a little bit too hot-headed to try to get us in the room for right. this trial situation. But Lissa, A, has compulsion, which is important, and also is much nicer than Christian <laughs> on the surface. So there's something there. We can maybe make that happen, you know. They're talking about what the fuck is going to happen or whatever. Um, and it's scary because they're like, we don't, uh, we're just, we're going to hope for the best, you know. Right. And we all love each other and it's going to be okay. We'll figure it out. Go team. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stan. Stan. Stan is back, baby. Um which is funny because right before this, we don't even know something's happening, but there's something there's something creeping that you're like, I feel like something, this can't be going this well. Yeah. Um, and Lissa and Rose are talking and Rose is like, it's my job to look out for you. Yes, yes, yes. We're in this together. And then Eddie's like, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. But for right now, though, it is my job to look after, just so we're clear, just so we all know what we're doing right Eddie. now. It is me. And then Stan fucking busts in from some trees and goes for Lissa. And immediately Rose is like, ah, shit, that's my girl. I got to do something. But Eddie swoops in like a boss, does his fucking shit, which means Rose has to play more of like a background role because he was closer and he was faster. And so she's like, oh, shit, maybe I'll like circle around or whatever while Eddie and Stan are fucking fighting out and just getting over each other or whatever. And then fucking like Lissa like wriggles free and like joins Christian behind her. But at that point, you kind of see that she's not, she wasn't really looking at anyone else behind her outside of Lissa. No, Rose was just on instinct. Just focused, you know, running on instinct and running for a girl. Because really, that's what it is. You kind of go 
all in, even if there are other people, right? Right. But this Stan is not is not a fan of this <laughs> particular method. It seems like honestly, Stan isn't a fan of Rose. To be honest, yeah, that's what it seems like. Stan's trying to fucking catch Rose in every little thing, and I don't yeah. appreciate it because she's trying, and she's doing pretty good job. She's just had a couple things in the way. All right. And, and it's also and annoying when Rose tries to bring that up and he's like, well, actually, you're not doing your fucking job. Right. <laughs> and you let these people, they could have died. <laughs> yeah, it's it pissed me off. And I understand why Rose is pissed off because mm-hmm. she is just trying her best. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, listen, if we get rid of the fucking Strigoi or whatever that's there, we don't have to worry about maybe the uh, less protected Maroi. And also, she's just doing everything with tag teaming. We're all just in it, you know? There are different methods to every fight. It doesn't have to be all whatever. And they're just making a whole big stink of it. She's like, this, I didn't even do anything wrong, you guys. Right, like, exactly. It's like, it's not even fair. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's a point where Rose is like telling Stan, like, you're grading me on what you think my motivation was. And... That is not how grading works. Like, that's right. not... And there's no way you can know that, you know? Right. So, it's not... That's not an accurate way to assess anything. And Stan's like, well, actually, like, I'm just grading you on instinct. And it's like, that's not accurate either. No. Seems not. Because that is what she was doing. <laughs> right. Ugh. <sighs> God. It doesn't seem like an accurate way to assess anything. Yeah. Seems like but, you're you know, a good squad. day for Eddie. So Eddie did great. Eddie's, and Eddie's riding high. <laughs> Eddie did great. And I think Rose was right in being like, you know what? I need to chill out and tell yeah. Eddie that he did a great job. Right. And deal with my bullshit later. <laughs> right. Like, this isn't about me right now. I can be angry so many other times. <laughs> Let's just I let mean, Eddie know, have this little. <laughs> I know I'm the main character of this book, but like. I can well, let's this hear it for Eddie, okay? Let's give Eddie a little round of applause, all right? right. <laughs> Go, Eddie. <laughs> okay. We get this little lounge scene where they're like, Rose or uh, Christian and Lissa are just like watching a movie, doing a little snuggling, having a little fun. Meanwhile, Rose and Eddie just posted up, <laughs> just, just watching. And Rose goes down like a spiral of. Yeah, Rose is uh, not doing well. Not doing so hot because she's like, oh man, what if they're. What if this is not, like, how good or bad I am doing in a particular thing? What if they're seeing if anyone else could protect Lissa other than me? Which is, like, the worst case scenario for Rose. She's like, I am replaceable. Lissa's not replaceable. Very healthy. Very normal. Right. Yeah, very cool way to think about everything. And she just goes in a whole tizzy of being like, fuck, what if they're just trying to ice me out? And try to find any other, like, train someone else that could better suit Lissa than me. Yeah. Which is not great. Not loving that. Meanwhile, they're watching, like, fucking Fast and the Furious or whatever the shit. Right. They're just like, yeah, big cars. <laughs> <laughs> Family. <laughs> I don't know. What was popular in 2005? Like, yeah. were they watching Freaky Friday or some shit? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian actually secretly loves Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guilty pleasure <laughs> i would believe that um and then of course adrian fucking has to weasel his way back in here <laughs> and <laughs> not like, just in the dream so space awkward yeah it's like they're clearly just having a little fun movie night 
And you're just like, hey, y'all, you miss me? <laughs> it's like, Adrian, no, nobody did. Get out. Especially not Christian. So, like, can you no. get out of here? Yeah. And we see that Eddie has a little scar from his badass fighting to protect Lissa. Yeah, and it Lissa cool feels. As shit. It looks cool as shit. And then Lissa immediately is like, well, you did that to protect me, so I will just use my magic and well, heal she wasn't sure she had. She wasn't sure right. she had access to it right now. Because she was getting a little little upset because she has been off her meds, but like she didn't feel any different. She didn't feel like she had the magic coming back like it used to. She lost uh, her sparkle. Then she lost a little bit of her sparkle. <laughs> um, and so she like goes up to Eddie and the scar magically disappears. And she's like, I still got it, baby. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Which is not good that Adrian is no. around to see this because he's like... This is why you shouldn't be on meds. This is why it should be, like, all natural. And it's like, Adrian, right. get the fuck out of here with this like, kind hey. of mindset, you know? Yeah. Don't do not do this, you know? Right. Don't just, yeah. Come on. You're not, she's a different league, okay, of right. this magic. So don't even try, sir. Also, you're an adult. Why are you here? Yeah. And he's also like, can you tell me how you did that? And she's like, I don't. No, Adrian. We're supposed to be like in this together with the uncertainty. Okay, can you just like be with me on this? And the answer is no. <laughs> no. And then Christian's pissed, so he's like, "Rose, I gotta, I gotta get some some sweet blood. So let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Which is fine, because Rose is also like doesn't really want to see Lissa and Adrian mm-hmm. talking about this. Because the thing is, is like Adrian after seeing eddie get healed is like listen you have to tell me this and when lissa doesn't understand how to teach adrian he's like well fuck you like i'm gonna cut my hand and make you do it again yeah which Ugh. isn't anything yeah sir that's nothing yeah so we dip out we dip out we go we go back to the that sweet blood uh factory <laughs> all those those very ill humans yes all of our anya taylor joys in a row yep (laughs) and then a fucking chorus we see mason again a vision of mason and rose was at a point where she was like i made up mason mason was yeah right lack of sleep induced it was all just me yeah i'll just ignore it it's fine he's not here (laughs) and this kind of fucks up her point at this point yeah (laughs) (laughs) poor rose (laughs) yeah rose is just like going through it um and talking with christian Christian, to be honest yeah christian's going through it which is nice because rose doesn't have to talk about her problems she could just ask christian about his problems but she's still not really going super in depth of like rose is kind of finishing a sentence as being like you're jealous of adrian he's like i'm not jealous I'm just, and she's like, well, you kind of feel a certain sort of way because they have a certain bond, but y'all don't. And I gave y'all a very nice speech about how you have, you're in each other's hearts. (laughs) It seems like that kind of fell on deaf ears. seems like that didn't really work. Listen, you didn't hear that, but Everything you're saying right now, Christian, sounds like jealousy, so. Yeah, you are giving me big jealous vibes, you know, like. (laughs) Right. Because at first she thought he was just hungry, which yeah. it probably was. Yeah. But also, he's jealous. There's a little something under the surface. Because <laughs> not just of that, but also, like, there's a lot of um, worry there, too, of, like, well, Adrian has, like, a higher rank than me, and, like, mm. 
maybe maybe Lissa doesn't want to be around me and like he shows right. up in Lissa's dreams and it's like Christian first of all no chill out <laughs> you're fine yeah <laughs> why don't you just eat and see if you still feel this way yeah <laughs> supported yeah we also find out he's kind of some sort of sicko that loves the like the older women to, to give blood <laughs> okay to. we need to talk about this because this is fucking weird yeah what's up with that christian i one this completely makes sense for yeah. his personality to be like right. yeah let me just choose the the people that don't get chosen a lot right yeah it's like okay got it sure but also this woman is struggling yeah um and is very similar to what was going on with adrian in the dream Mm. where when they come up to this woman who's older yeah and she's like and again not like old she's like in her 60s yeah right she's trying to make conversation and Rose is like, nope, just like getting a change of scenery. Everything's all good. And then she says something like, the scenery's always changing. Have you noticed that? Mm. And Christian's like, yeah, not our scenery. Like it's been snowing for months. Like, what are you talking right. about? Everything <laughs> is all white. <clears throat> um, yeah. And then she just like sighs and is like, I wasn't talking about the scenery. It's like, what? the fuck sorry what kind of riddles is this woman speaking in what are you guys even saying hello what's happening here what and we're just supposed to even gets his yeah that's fine well just like adrian leaves in a dream we're like okay guess we'll find out (laughs) at some point uh we also get to this little confrontation with um the fucking worst boys ralph jesse and ralph (laughs) Jesse and Ralph, and they're like, hey, Christian, you want to, like, join our cool elite royal squad? You want to come up to the treehouse? Yeah, you want to come to our cool squad? Like, because obviously, like, we're, like, the best kind of royals, even though you were, you could turn into square at any moment, and we're not going to judge you for that, for sure. But, like, if you want to, like, be with us and, like, fight and, like, know how cool we are over even all the other royals and everyone else, like, we can fight for ourselves, you know what I mean? And Christian's like, you guys suck. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, like, they're like well if you ever want to though just like let us know everyone else doesn't have like good ideas about how to like save the world and we do so if you get in our treehouse we'll like make sure that you're safe and it's like okay. right like we'll like protect you you know what i mean like if you come in the ground running like you come at the start of it at this like it's very much like um like shark tank pitch or like venture right. capital shit just feeling like, just like get in the ground floor you know and like we'll be there you know we'll all be together and we'll just like shoot to the moon baby you know yeah <laughs> Also, it will require that you use all your family funds to buy into NFTs, but like, don't worry about it. But don't even worry. Right. It'll be huge dividends, you know? <laughs> yeah, the NFTs are definitely what's going to help defeat the Strigoi. Fucking yeah. Jesse and Ralph. <laughs> yeah, that was such a like out of pocket moment. Yeah. For them. But it's it like, definitely- get out. You guys aren't even relevant anymore. Stop. For real. <laughs> But it definitely seemed to, like, um, wake Christian up and be like, okay, actually, you know what? I'm fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Uh, we can now have the weekend. We could just chillax. Right. And then Rose's like, fuck, I got community service. Damn it. <laughs> I'm very curious to see what community service looks like here. Yeah. What does vampire community service look like? Right. I'm so curious. 
I'm still under the belief that it's going to be picking up all of Adrian's cigarettes, but yeah, I guess literally. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to find out. Yeah, guess we'll see. <laughs> Um, but we do have chapters 9 and 10 next nice. week. Nice. So we're just kind of fucking cruising through. Hell yeah. We're on our way. We are making moves. We're making making money moves. Hell yeah. We have some amazing patrons to thank. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Ooh. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to our unofficial intern, Taylor Brown, uh, Town, uh, Lautner. Uh, yes. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. 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 <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Weber. Ooh. Thank you to Clara Belikoff. <laughs> Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Thank you to Hope Castile. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Thank you to my mom, your <gasps> mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. <gasps> mom! <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Thank you to Abby Penn. Ooh. Thank you to Catherine Hathaway. Thank you for sharing your soul in those notes. For real. (laughs) A hero. Um, And last but not least, thank you to Dan Zeklos. Wow. Wow. I have a fan fiction for you today. You've procured a fan fiction. I did. Um, this is titled The Road Trip. Ooh. And it is written by Callie 8M. All right. This was published on April 27th of 2013. And the summary is Rose and Christian Road Trip Fix. Okay. (laughs) So this is from (laughs) chapter one. Nice. We had driven through the afternoon and into the night, pulling into a motel just to toss and turn and pretend to sleep for a few hours before setting off again as the sun broke through the storm, rising above the mountains to paint the sky pink. By the time we passed the border into Idaho, the clouds had once again gathered, and by mid-morning the cold drizzle had turned into heavy rain. The stolen black SUV sped along despite the gloomy weather, moving past the grassy fields so fast they were only a blur outside the windows. I flipped on the radio and some pop song came blasting through the speakers, cutting through the heavy blanket of silence that had settled between Christian and I and was suffocating us both. I fiddled with the dial and turned up the sound until the music drowned out the noise of the rain. 
Christian grabbed his coffee from the cup holder and finished it off in one swallow, crushing it in one hand before throwing it in the back seat. I looked out the window, cringing when I caught a glimpse of my reflection in the glass. My normally tan skin looked pale and pasty, contrasting with the dark smudges under my eyes. My lack of sleep from my nightmares I'd had lately was catching up with me. I looked ill. I sighed and looked away, stifling a yawn. I was curled up in my seat with my head resting on the glass when my eyes drifted shut. I was just about to doze off when a sharp poke to my shoulder startled me back to consciousness. What's your damage, pyro boy? I slapped his hand before he could poke me again. I realized as I was rubbing my eyes that we were no longer moving. Food, Christian replied, and got out of the car. End scene. Damn. Just a classic road just trip. Just a little you know? road trip story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, I did not realize, but there are a lot of people who have written fan fiction shipping the two of them. Interesting. Um, which I did not, I, I don't see it, but right. I love that. But you creative, do you, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that creative expression, so. Not here to yuck your yum, you know? Nope, that's not, that's not me. Um, no. But it seems like they're just having a good little road trip fun, so good for them. Yeah. Love that. Well, folks, I hope that you find your sparkle this week. Yeah. Um, let us know what that is for you. But until next time, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.